0: Last word on health. On Today FM. With
1: Benalyn non-drowsy chesty coughs Gets to work fast. Always read the label. Dr. Brian Higgins from Galway GP joins us. Uh, let's talk about celiac disease, please, Brian.
0: What is it? Well, um, celiac disease is a very interesting condition. Some people think it's an allergy to, to to gluten or wheat, and it's actually not. It's what's called an autoimmune disease, where which is a condi- condition where the body, for some reason, starts to attack itself. And in celiac disease, when somebody ingests gluten, an inflammatory reaction happens in the gut that causes damage in the gut. And it's actually quite common. It affects about one in a hundred people in Ireland and the UK and um, while we often think that celiac disease is, is generally diagnosed in younger people and teenagers and people in their 20, actually about one in four cases are diagnosed after the age of 60 and there are a lot of people walking around with the diagnosis and they don't know they have it.
1: Yeah, I wonder how many people are self diagnose and start adopting or adapting their diet accordingly to get rid of gluten and to the great frustration of those who have been diagnosed with celiac disease.
0: Well, I, I, I I wouldn't get too worried about about it but about um what, what people avoid or not as long as they, they try to have a healthy balanced diet I think gluten gets a uh, gluten and wheat get a bad rap and the reason being is that for people with celiac disease they have to they actually get very 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 ill if they ingest gluten whereas people with say irritable bowel syndrome a lot of them will produce a lot of abdominal gas if they have foods which are referred to as FODMAPs and these are foods that um, tend to ferment in the gut and wheat and gluten do tend to cause a fermentation in the gut for, for, so for people with IBS if they eat gluten they might feel quite bloated and maybe a little bit unwell but it's very very different to celiac disease.
1: So how does celiac disease present itself?
0: It depends what age you are. It can happen in very young children and they will generally present with a term we call failure to thrive. So they just won't. Their their gut is being inflamed and damaged so they can't absorb their food. And as a result, they're not getting calories. So they're not putting on weight and they're not growing. And the gut really struggles to absorb fat. So that fat has been passed right in through the bowel. And, and, I, and I'm sorry to anybody who may be eating their dinner, but uh, what will happen is is you will get this really nasty, foul-smelling uh, faeces. And because it's full of fat, it tends to be white-looking and float in the toilet. But people can always pre- also present with diarrhea, vomiting, abdominal pain. And then some patients will present with the conditions. Uh, we do uh, bone densitometry or DEXA scanning here. And sometimes people will be diagnosed with osteoporosis, and that can be due to long standing malabsorption where the gut just hasn't been able to absorb nutrients, or patients might present with anemia.
1: Who might be prone to
0: it? Well, it does run in families. So we're not 100% sure why celiac disease happens. We know it's associated with other autoimmune conditions like type 1 diabetes and hypothyroidism but also if it runs in your family it's certainly worth getting checked
1: okay how you getting a diagnosis and the reason i brought up the self-diagnosis is a lot of people who buy the gluten-free food products which are expensive and often difficult to get complain sometimes about availability because of people who don't have celiac disease opting mm. to buy them as well that was the reason i brought it up so tell us how do you get a real diagnosis
0: well the first thing is I would go and speak to your doctor and I try have a a you know, a symptom diary just to be very, very clear in what symptoms somebody is having, and that really helps us uh, know from the history whether it's, this is more likely to be celiac disease or a malabsorption disease, or maybe something that fits a little bit more with irritable bowel syndrome. If we think it's appropriate, we'll do a blood test, and the blood test is very, very easy to do. And that blood test will either be positive or negative, and it's very, very, very helpful for identifying people with celiac disease. But it's not the be-all and end-all. Sometimes you will have a patient, and their symptoms really, really sound like. celiac disease and if that test is negative we may actually refer them still for what's called a gastroscopy or a little camera test where cameras pass down through the mouth into the stomach and into the first part of the um, uh, digestive tract, into the small intestine. And a little biopsy of that tissue can be taken. And then that's assessed under the microscope and it looks for that inflammation that happens in celiac disease. And we will often refer patients who are diagnosed with celiac disease onto a, a, a specialist called a gastroenterologist for um, monitoring.
1: What about treatment? Is it simply avoid food with gluten? Because that might be easier said than done.
0: It can be very, very, very difficult. And certain patients can become are, um, a celiac disease for all patients with celiac disease. It's very, very important that they completely avoid gluten because over lifetime exposure uh, of gluten, even if the symptoms aren't too severe, it does increase the risk of uh, certain cancers developing in the gut due to the chronic inflammation. For symptoms, certain people also have really, really severe celiac disease and any exposure to gluten can make them incredibly sick with very severe nausea and very severe diarrhea to the extent where people even have to use other toasters. And if you have a person who's celiac disease, you can't even use the same toaster um, as somebody who doesn't because the little bit of gluten that's left in the toaster, if it gets onto their bread, can make them sick, even tiny exposure.
1: Okay, so what are the treatments? Are there if you can't avoid the gluten?
0: Unfortunately, uh, there—that is the treatment. It's um, we, there's not really any other option, and that's why it is so important that we ensure that people who have celiac disease are appropriately diagnosed, and then they're supported to be able to get the celiac uh, gluten-free food that they need, and also. Th- make sure that the diagnosis is confirmed by a specialist that we're not putting someone on a very limited diet when they don't have to be.
1: Okay, so uh, avoid gluten seems to be the (laughs) the main thing to come out of that. (laughs) Usually you have a
0: list of things, but this really is, is avoid gluten.
1: Alright, thank you very much Dr Brian Higgins, GP from Galway Primary Care talking to us about celiac disease
0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper Weekdays from 4.30 Today FF.